how to make connections that count. This is the More Better Faster podcast, and I'm your host, Gordon Firemark. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make connections that count. And by connections, of course, I'm talking about human interpersonal connections. And to do that, you really need sort of three things. You have to have a mindset, and you have to have a system, and you also have to have a strategy. So we'll start with a quick discussion of the mindset you need in order to make connections that count. And when I say connections that count, I'm saying this is connections that will bring you uh, the opportunity to sell or do business or have a job or uh, you know a relationship with people, whatever that might be. And in order to do this, you really have to come to the the uh, the game of connecting um, with the right mental attitude. You have to play a long game here. This is not the kind of thing where it's just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You've, you've made a relationship. You know, you, the one night stand is is a reality in some arenas, but uh, that's, those are not strong relationships. Certainly, I wouldn't call those relationships that count. So you got to play the long game. Be in it for the gratification that comes after a considerable investment of time and energy and resources. Now, sometimes it'll it'll the connection will happen very quickly, and you'll be able to do something, but. Most often, it's about really establishing, um, well, three things, really. You have to establish in, the, in, the, in your connectees' uh, psyche um, that they, they, first they have to know you, then they have to like you, so know, like, and then the third one is they have to trust you. So that's really what it's about, is building up a rapport and a trust with people so that you have the kind of relationship that can be valuable on both ends of the equation. It's a, it's a relationships really have to be founded on service and not selling or asking, you know, you can't always be the one asking for something you also have to give. And the fact of it is in most relationships, in most scenarios, you will receive in proportion to how much you give to the relationship. So bringing value, being of service, Now, of course, reasons that you want to build these connections are about the asking sometimes, right? Whether you're looking for a customer or an investor, or you're just looking for fans and followers and friends, or maybe you're looking for a uh, a romantic or a physical sexual kind of a relationship. Those are valid reasons to connect. And for all of them, you've got to come at it with this long game mindset and, uh, and bringing something of value to the table, to the party, so that others will bring their value and share and exchange it, whatever that value might be. Now, when I say you need a system, uh, in the business context, of course, I say you need a system that you might call a CRM, a customer relationship management tool. Uh, figure out something so that you have a system at work that might be a piece of software. It might just be a calendar, a, 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 you know, a, a diary-style calendar or a wall calendar where you write down you know, who you're reaching out to and when you're going to follow up and those kind of things. There's a great system that I like if you like paper called 43 folders. It involves um, literally having a, a system with 43 folders. Each of them, um, there are there's uh, a folder for each month, so that's 12. There are 31 folders for the days within each month, and that's your, your uh, additional um, – so you have 31 plus 12 is 43. 
you can do this also with just a little index card kind of file box or something like that. And so what you do is you set it for each month. You um, you have cards or notes that that are, you know, a date and a, and a follow-up activity. You can do this as a to-do list as well. If you're interested, follow up, look into 43 folders. But the idea basically is that each month you you drop into the, the slots for the days of the month, the things that need to be done, the follow-ups, those kinds of things. And then each month you just advance it and you move into the next folder for the month. And then you always are, are keeping track of, of uh, steps ahead. And by reviewing what's in the folder for today and the folder for the next few days, you kind of have a sense of what's on your, on your agenda. So uh, figure out something. Now, if you're looking for just a sort of more personal relationships, you may not need something quite as formal as this, but having a system and a, uh, a regular methodology to what you're doing will make sure you stay on track and that you're you're doing the kinds of things, the follow-ups, the keeping in touch that I'm going to talk about in a couple of minutes. Um, Even in the romance arena, you know, you don't date somebody once and then forget to follow up with them for a month and then follow up again. You know, you, you, you want to be sure to schedule a follow-up call. Now, hopefully, hopefully it isn't so um, mechanical and clinical that you don't want to follow up and make the call, but uh, you know, just being mindful of, of, staying on top of things um, can be very useful. So different ways of connecting, you know, you can obviously connecting in person, although that's gotten harder for us nowadays with staying at home to be safe and healthy. Um, We're not taking as many meetings. We're not sitting down across from people we don't know well for meals and we're not attending parties and events the way we used to. But those are the kinds of things where you can make a, a fairly quick connection with a person. You can get a real sense of a person, but when you meet them face to face within really just a few minutes, you can tell whether this is someone you, you want to remember, want to get to know better, those kinds of things. Um, I think that's easier in person because you, you know, you've got all the body language, all the various cues, the way other people relate to that person, all of those things will influence things. Um, in the business context, of course, sitting down for a meal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or having cocktails is often a, a great way to break the ice with a new contact and, and or to stay in touch with an existing contact. And of course, attending parties and events and conferences and all those kinds of things, are great ways to connect with people in person. Nowadays, though, we're seeing a lot of connecting online and that might mean a social media connection. You know, we, we have our own social media platforms. That is my, my personal profile, my Twitter account, my, my Facebook uh, page, those kinds of things. That's a great way to sort of be visible Invite people to, to respond to the things that you say. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit of a soapbox. Sometimes it's um, you know just a, a personal sharing of here's who I am, take note kind of a thing. But also there's the opportunity to do the inverse where you can um, connect with people through their social media, follow them, contact them, uh, make a friend request or, or whatever, but also just you know, commenting on the things that they talk about expressing your point of view, either in agreement or disagreement. Sometimes uh, adverse opinions are welcomed and, and actually lead to very important relationships. Uh, then, of course, there are the, your platforms. You can have connections online through your blog, inviting comments. You can put your message out there. On any website, you can do similar things. Um, I'm doing it right now. I'm, I create this podcast for you listen to and get a sense of who I am and what I'm about. And I'm trying to bring some service and be uh, helpful to people who might just want their you know, benefit of my thoughts on these kinds of things. And I do invite you to comment and, and reply back to me. So, uh, you know, do share. 
uh, because let's build a relationship. Uh, the same can be said of video channels. It happens that while I'm recording this today, I'm also doing a Facebook Live in the More Better Faster group on Facebook, and um, we'll be reposting the video on uh, or portions of the video on Instagram, uh, IGTV, probably on YouTube as well. And you know that's a great way again to put out your message and to be um, accessible so people come to know and like and trust you. Um, if you have a, a a teaching, a lesson to share. Sometimes doing webinars can be a platform that's great for building connections. It's a great way to build a mailing list. If you advertise or promote a, 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 a webinar or a teaching session that you're going to do, it could be a live seminar as well, but you know, you'll get people raising their hand saying, yes, I'm interested. Tell me more. How do I sign up? Those kinds of things. And they give you their contact information so you can circle back and follow up with them later. And that's a great, uh, initial step in building connections and, and relationships with your audience, Facebook groups, uh, other social media platforms, Pinterest, all those kinds of things uh, are a great way to do it. Um, um, Instagram is very popular these days. I'm not a big fan of TikTok, but it's out there. Um, it's all there. So great ways to do connecting online. You can also connect on the phone. If you identify somebody you would like to build a relationship with, there is nothing to stop you from you know, tracking down a phone number for them without being creepy, of course, picking up the phone, calling that person and inviting them to whatever it is, you know, invite them to an event, invite them to be a friend, invite them to share their thoughts. Hey, I, I've read some of your work. I really like what you have to say. Would you be interested in having a conversation about any of that? I, maybe there's something I can offer. There's lots of ways. Um, sometimes it is just a sales call and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have a stronger relationship with the person uh, before you call to sell, uh, they are more likely to hear you out and, and uh, keep those you know, walls from going up. Um, um, used to be, you know, primary way of connecting with people who were at some distance and couldn't come to you in person, you would, you know, invite them to make a, to, to pick up the phone and call you. And that's a great approach actually. Um, whether you're selling something or not, you know, just inviting phone calls, inviting, if you have a question, reach out to me. I do that in my law practice. If you have, um, if, if you're interested in the kinds of work that I do, let's connect and I'll tell you more so you can decide if you'd like to purchase something from me or, or engage with me as your coach or something like that. All of these are great approaches for building connections and, and doing it on the phone. And the same is true of correspondence. You, know, you can pick up a pen and write a letter. You can send an email. You can, you can uh, communicate with people uh, anywhere you like by putting your thoughts in writing and invitations in writing as well. So those are some of the means of connecting. You can do it in person. You can do it online. You can do it on the phone. You can do it through correspondence. You could do it in uh, mass media advertising. You could create a television show. I mean, if you have the resources to do these things, and that is one of the ways people build uh, relationships and affinities is um, you know putting themselves out there in as big a way as possible. Even on a the one to one is a great approach, and uh, writing somebody a letter and ask you know telling them something nice and offering them something of value, and then maybe asking for something in return can be very effective. So, how do you make connections account? Well, the strategy is um, sort of a five or six. I guess seven parts I have listed here. Actually, I'll run through them very quickly, and we'll be done. Uh, one is to identify. 
the kinds of relationships, the kinds of connections that you want. Who are their relationships with? There are three R's to getting uh, in touch with a person. You look to the person that you want to connect and who do they have existing relationships with? Who do you have existing relationships with that can maybe refer you? And another approach is, of course, to do the research, to track down the things, the places they go, the, the things they're interested in, the businesses they uh, they patronize, whatever it is, and then sort of coordinate an approach to making that initial contact. Of course, being introduced by somebody they already know, like, and trust is an instant um, bump in your uh, likability and trustability arenas. And you after the introduction, it's someone that you know, right? Uh, referrals are great as well. Hey, uh, so-and-so said I should call you, and, and uh, they thought I might be you know, useful in this way or whatever. That's a great approach. So identify the connection that you want and then attract those people. Aim first to serve, to be of service, to bring value, and go where the people that you're wanting to connect with are. Of course, if you go fishing in an empty pond, you end up hungry. But if you go fishing in a lake full of your favorite fish, you'll have a full belly at the end of the day, right? So go where your prospects, your connections are likely to congregate, are likely to be located. And be interested and curious. Step one to bringing value is showing interest in the other person. Everybody likes to be praised and appreciated and um, acknowledged. So ask them a question about themselves. Ask them what they want, what they're looking for. Look at their other interactions. Learn how they go about things and learn their language. Watch other people who seem to know them well and model that kind of behavior. Be interested and curious in the person. Then you can think about making an offer. Make an offer they can't refuse is, uh, is what they say. And Steve Martin is quoted as saying, be so good they can't ignore you. Be yourself, be visible, and be noticeable without being obnoxious or pushy or demanding or needy. And let them discover you and think it was their idea. Attract them. Now, sometimes you just have a great offer, and that's fantastic too. You know, I want to say a word about the, the idea of charisma. We all know somebody who is just a magnet for other people. They have a fun personality. They're interesting. They've got a lot to say. Uh, they tend to be, you know, a little polarizing sometimes. People will love or hate them. Charisma is all of that. Charisma is um, the ability to connect with people easily and effortlessly. My, I, I have a very, very close friend uh, from whom I've learned a lot about just interpersonal uh, behavior just by sort of hanging out with him and modeling the way he operates. Always a smile, always a kind and friendly word from new people that he encounters. Doesn't matter who they are. They could be the guy digging the ditch, the, the person cleaning out the porta potty or they could be the president of the United States. They're going to get a similar kind of a greeting. They're, you know, a little more formality with some maybe and a little more deference with some. But everybody is valuable and sharing an appreciation for other people regardless of their station in life and what they do is a kind of warmth that just is an attractive personality. Let's just put it that way. So um, that kind of charisma is something you can learn 
uh, and, and you train yourself to express as long as it's genuine, as long as you really feel that affinity for other people. So after you've identified and attracted the folks, you got to engage with them. Storytelling is a great way to engage with people, but don't always make it about your story. It isn't about you. It's about finding story that the folks out there want to connect with and learning how to tell stories in a way that invites them in to identify with the characters in the story. That's a wonderful, wonderful talent and skill to have. And and I'm very fortunate to have friends who teach in this area and I've learned a great deal there as well. Um, Being able to tell the story of how somebody overcame a certain kind of adversity to other people who might be confronting that same kind of adversity gives you the opportunity to engage further and show them the way. Another way to engage with people is to ask icebreaker kinds of questions. You know, invite a conversation. Again, being interested. Providing information, informing is very good. And humor, of course. Telling a good joke that doesn't offend. Um, cracking that wise crack that just opens everybody up and gets people laughing. Uh, you know what they say, you can if you walk into a room full of dark personalities and you make a couple people laugh, the whole room starts to brighten up as the laughter becomes infectious. And so really engaging with people in a lighthearted way, even if you do have an important reason to be there, there's a reason that politicians and speechmakers often uh, lead with a joke. It's because it opens things up, it breaks the ice, it gets people smiling, and then they're more open. When you smile, your ears open up. And your, your heart opens up to the messages that are being sent your way. Next up to enhance. So we've gone, we've, we've identified, attracted, engaged, and enhancing. So again, it's no more one and done. We've got to have that long view, that long game uh, mentality. Keep showing up. Keep bringing that engagement and that attractiveness. Keep providing value. Share your insights, your, com- your comments, constructive criticism. And if you have them to bring, Referrals, recommendations, introductions to new people. Nobody ever hated you for bringing more people to follow them and appreciate them. As I've said before, people really do like to be praised and appreciated and so on. Once you've done all these things, the the identification, the attraction, the engagement, and the enhancement, leverage counts. Look for those connected relationships. Who do these people have connections with? Who do they need connections with? Can you make an introduction? Apply that leverage. Bring the force of your personality, your connections to the others. Always be looking for that opportunity to introduce people. And then maintain the relationships. That means keeping in touch. That's what that customer relationship management system, the 43 folders thing, that's what that's about. Keep in touch. Keep bringing value. Without being sleazy, without feeling stocky, you know, you, you just just show up once in a while with something nice to say, with something of, that they'll appreciate, and you'll be maintaining those relationships. And be somewhat systematic about it so that it, it, they get used to hearing from you. You become a friend by being around when you're needed and and when you're not, right? So be that kind of friend. Be the one who gives. Giving counts for a lot. And finally... When you have something to offer, don't hesitate. Be willing to offer. Don't be too shy to ask for a sale or whatever it is you need, a date, (laughs) a lunch, an introduction. People appreciate being asked to do things that they can do for others. We all want to help. And if you have something that that can help 
another person. If you're too shy to ask, you're doing them a disservice because when you have something that can help someone, you owe it to them to share it. Even if it's a high ticket sales kind of an offer, you owe it to them to get them to be aware of your offer and to consider it and to make a decision one way or another. If you were standing on a shore or a dock and you saw a person drowning and you had a life preserver in your hand, you would, you would throw it to them, right? That's what I'm talking about. You have a duty to share your skills, your talents, your solutions when other people have problems that you can help them solve. So making connections is all about having a system and a strategy and this mindset that it's a long game, that you're there to serve, that you want to help, and you have something that can help and you're therefore offering it. And having that strategy Identify, attract, engage, enhance, leverage, maintain, and then ask. That's all about making connections that count. And that's it for this episode of the More Better Faster podcast. Thanks again for being here and for listening. 